Welcome to the Weekly Beat by Mansa with your hosts Arnold Segawa, Maggie Mutesi, and Dumi Jere, giving you all the info on Africa's big finance and economic stories. The Weekly Beat by Mansa. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this week's episode of uh, The Weekly Beat. My name is Dumi Jere, coming to you from Joburg in South Africa. And as always, my beautiful sister, Maggie Omotesi, coming to us from Nairobi in Kenya. Maggie, how are you doing? Doing fantastic, Dumi. How is Johannesburg? How is business? Nah, Joburg is all right. Business is all right as well. We're just trying to wind up q3 and prepare for q4 so how is it coming along with president ramaphosa i think the last time i checked you know there was a scandal of some cash the relevant authorities are still doing their own investigations he's still not been officially charged yeah we await the parliamentarians keep making noise in parliament that he should answer mm. uh, and he said, oh, at the right time i will answer I sort of get him. I mean, why should I answer if I don't have a case against me right now? Mm. I have not been charged. There's no need for me to answer anything. But anyway, that's a different topic altogether. Folks, this week we also have, uh, she's a digital journalist, Mansa Media. Uh, her name is Pauline Kamiri. Pauline, how are you doing? Welcome to the show. Hi, Dumi. How are you? Um, I'm great. Nairobi is great. Uh, but we're waiting uh, for the ruling uh, that's said to be out today. Uh, yeah. A lot of jitters. Uh, we are all a bit uh, skeptic about it because we don't know uh, what will happen. Yeah. But uh, we wait. We wait. We wait. That's, yeah, yeah. I suppose that's the only thing we can do. So I take it you voted, right? Yeah, I did. I voted. Um, but uh, as it is... Uh, we are waiting to see what uh, the Supreme Court is going to say, whether it's a rerun or we have yeah. uh, a president that we elected. Yeah. Yeah. So, 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 so it's almost like similar to what happened, Was what was it, 2017? Yeah? Yeah, but uh, when you look at it uh, right now, uh, it, it, it feels like it's, it's a bit different. How so? Um, in 2017, uh, a lot was at stake. Okay, even now... A lot is at stake, but uh, right now people are a bit calm. There's a lot of calm. Not like 2017, there was a lot. Yeah, yeah. So the tensions were a bit high in 2017, you say? Yeah, they were uh, very high actually. Because I remember at the time the mood was somber, and uh, of course there was drama, um, running battles with the cops and guys taking to the streets. But uh, right now, everything is uh, just as usual. People are ongoing with their lives. So the funny thing is, in 2017, it was still the same guy that complained and uh, ordered the results to be... Well, through the court processes, the results were nullified, and then another election happened, and he still lost. And now, he's the same guy that has lost again. I'm told it's for the fifth time now. And still, he uh, he says the results. He rejects the results. I, uh, yeah. Look, Maggie will say that I'm biased because I like. Yes, the I think I think the hustler no mix. <laughs> <laughs> but to be honest with you, I think um, just to reiterate what Pauline mentioned, 
Um, if you look at 2017, we didn't have um, the you know economic crisis that we're seeing all over. We didn't have COVID mm, 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 in the past that you know led to closure of lots of businesses. We did not have uh, Russia Ukraine that led to um, you know what we're seeing and even the slump in euros. You know, or even seeing our mm. countries. I mean, if you look at what's happening in Ghana. Um, economically or what's happening across Africa. We didn't have this like in 2017. We we had yeah. our economies growing. I think at the time there was so much happening. We were anticipating a lot of growth. Yes, and yes. also we, 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 did, we were not anxiously waiting for food to come from Ukraine. So the dynamics are really different. So there's a lot, of, a lot at stake in terms of business. And if you think about it, if you're a trader or you own a business in Kenya at this time, it's just like, do I need another couple of months of not working or do I need to get back to work? Because it's been a couple of months of uncertainty, but also mm-hmm. coupled with, um, you know, um, commodity prices that are going up here and there, you know, you're seeing fuel and that. So you, you really want things to get back to stability and mm-hmm. politics affects business in every possible way. So there is that part where everybody seems to be tired and says, you know, we need to get over with this. We need to move on and we need mm-hmm. to get our lives back and we need to get back to the normal and run our businesses. Do you do, do you feel the same sentiment in the air, Pauline? Yeah, um, yeah, of course, uh, Maggie. Um, right now, uh, many traders all over, they really want things to go back to being how it was, uh, say, four months ago, before all this election hula balloo. Yeah. And uh, if you look at it, many people are tired, honestly. Uh, I'll speak from mm-hmm. a business person type uh, part of view because I also have yeah. small business here. So we are actually very tired. Uh, people want things to go back to being how they were before. Mm-hmm. So um, I get what you guys are saying. So yes, I agree. Yeah, so so you know, like uh, I mean, I get it from a business perspective. It then it, it, it then becomes a case of let's play a wait and see game. Uh, therefore, things move at a at, yeah at a tortoise pace, if we can put it that way, which affects a whole lot of other things. And you know, like Maggie, you gave like a nice uh, call it overview around how um, all these other factors. Uh, at play now, uh, you know, you, you you're mentioning the, the the for example the euro versus the the US dollar. Mm. This has never happened in like 20 years where mm. the euro is trading below like you know one US dollar. So it's like 90 for well, a couple of well, 90 something cents. Um, mm-hmm. And this was actually against the backdrop of the announcement that Russia made last week. Mm-hmm. Um, well, at, at the end of last week, we, Russia said that we're now going to cut off gas deliveries to Germany uh, via the Nord Stream pipeline. Mm. And that just weakens the euro more and more. And it just afra- affects a whole, lot of other, uh, a whole lot of other issues with regards to these global dynamics. Which um, reminds me, by the way, because, you know, the CFA is pegged on the euro. And now um, at a point where the euro is going down, so uh, you're having the entire CFA block being affected. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Which is yes. then affecting uh, business trade and all of that within the region. 
Mm. Uh, mm. What I don't understand is why that currency is still pegged on a euro. I mean, I would understand back in the day, maybe the euro was a stronger currency. Yeah. But uh, isn't it time to really revisit and think of a, a single currency? Or is that too ambitious? No, it's not too ambitious. Uh, we, uh, we just need to get our modalities in place. And mm. this is why we always give hope uh, to the AFCFTA. Mm. Um, because once we get that right, once we get those instruments correct, mm. then we, 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 we are so far gone. Uh, when we then look at, say, uh, how the euro is trading against the dollar, obviously the dollar is now more uh, strengthened uh, when we look at the current dynamics. And that leads us to another development that's been happening on our beautiful continent. And that's the fact that Emirates Airlines, uh, folks, you remember we touched on this uh, topic uh, in one of... Um, in one of uh, our, uh, our our podcasts, and we're saying that Emirates had decided that we are moving out of Nigeria because Nigeria is not allowing us to take out our 85 million US dollars that remain stuck in the country. Good news is flights have resumed, uh, which means you know that suspension on flights uh, um, has been you know uplifted. Uh, Maggie, your take on this? It's it's good news that um, we're seeing the Nigerian government step up to solve some of um, uh, these issues. Um, and uh, the fact that um, Emirates also came out to say that uh, at this point they are resuming flights and uh, they're engaging with the Nigerian government. You know, it, it, it's it, I mean, it's a good starting point. If you think about it, there was so much at risk um, in terms of uh, not just ticket fares, because what we saw was that even airlines like British Airways uh, mm. said they will not be selling any tickets anymore in local currency. So they're going to be selling in dollars. Yeah. So, um, but I think it puts a lot of pressure to the Nigerian, you know, um, Reserve Bank. Uh, they've had the issue of the dollar for a very long time. For me, which I really would like to understand. Well, it's not well, your it's not your currency. Therefore, you don't have power over it. Mm. And whoever owns the currency is, is your boss. Let's put it that way. Um, in this case, uh, the, 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 the U.S. government controls how many, you know, the, 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 the flow of U.S. dollars um, across the world. Uh, even for banks to clear that money, uh, for Nigerian governments mm. uh, to trade um, in 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 in, um, uh, in U.S. dollars, the U.S. government is involved because they are the custodian of the currency. Therefore, they limit mm. how much currency is circulating out there. And as I mentioned on the other podcast, that at the end of the day, in a country, you have to look at okay. So, given what we the things that we need to pay for uh, in U.S. dollars. Mm and limited US dollars that we've got, where are we going to place priority? Who are we going to pay first and who are we not going to pay? Sadly, this is where it's at. And the situation is actually not unique to Nigeria only, like lots of countries. Uh, Malawi is one of the countries, for example, um, where you hear, you go to the bank and the bank will say, 
we do not have forex and mm. it gets tricky what do you then do about after that and again even in those countries like you know like this example i'm giving of malawi uh ethiopian airlines then said well we're gonna have to suspend our flights and this was some time i can't remember the exact time but uh, this is probably like in the last maybe a year or two or so uh, then they say, no, we're going to have to suspend our flights because it then does not commercially make sense for us to continue running these mm-hmm. things. We're trying to run a business mm-hmm. here. Uh, this move of not being able to repatriate our funds out of the country, it then impacts on our ability to run a viable concern. Mm. For me, though, overall, when I look at all these dynamics, I then wonder the message that is sent out from an investor perspective. Uh, that's a good point. Because as an investor, if you cannot repatriate your money, uh, that's a huge risk to set mm. up shop in a, in a country. But that's also, yeah, absolutely. I think one of the things that the... Uh, and I think governments like central banks really need to be very uh, cautious and careful. I think uh, when Emirates pulled out and it resumed the flights uh, last week, uh, just a few days ago. Uh, The Nigerian Central Bank said it released $265 million owed to airlines. It's a lot of money that actually you can see. Um, Obviously, that's more than half of the amount um, foreign airlines are unable to repatriate from Nigeria. But uh, the Emirates part was $85 million dollars. We don't know how much uh, of that was given back, so we cannot know. But uh, for me, I think this is also now putting a lot of um, uh, pressure on travelers in Nigeria because as an airline, if you cannot repatriate, you you understand with a business, if there's delay in getting back your money, then the price usually goes up. So it becomes much more costly for you to travel. And at the end of the day, even expansion and having having other investors or airlines set shop into the country becomes a problem because then you're thinking okay will i get my money back mm-hmm. so on an invest on an invest perspective I, I i i still feel like yeah there's so much that could be done uh look maggie we we, we we're gonna have to leave it here for this week um mm-hmm. we will we shall keep uh, a watchful eye on what's 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 going to happen in kenya uh, or today which is going to impact how this re- the rest of the week is going to how the rest of the week is going to pan out um mm. folks in case you've missed anything uh or in case there's other news that you would like um uh, to, to 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 read up on and be updated on please visit our website www mansamedia.africa for more news um, from me in Johannesburg from Pauline in Nairobi from Maggie also in Nairobi till the next episode here's to peace and profit The Weekly Beat by Mansa with your hosts Arnold Segawa Maggie Mutesi and Dumi Jerry, giving you all the info on Africa's big finance and economic stories. The Weekly Beat by Mansa.